I want to talk to you about American Giant. American Giant is American-made. That's important. You know it, and I know it. It used to be something that, you know, meant something. I don't know if it means anything to anybody anymore, but here's what it actually is. When every rivet, every stitch, every thread, you know, every piece of cotton, every piece of wool, the cutting, the sewing, the milling, all of it is in America. Yeah, you can buy cheaper, but you'll not buy better. You'll get cheaper quality. You get this. You have workers that are not overseas who aren't paid a living wage. You have a community of factory workers all making the best product they can here in America. Restore America and get great clothing at a great price at the same time. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American clothes for Americans. All right, we begin the program here in a second. Lies, lies, and more damnable lies. The antidote is the truth, and we give you a healthy heaping teaspoon of it in 60 seconds. Right now, you are an army of one. When it comes to protecting your home and your family, you're the person you count on to make sure they're safe. You know, it was in the Jimmy Carter years that we actually came up with first responders. That's when that word kind of entered our lexicon. It First responders has always been us, you. You don't wait for first responders, but that means you have to be good. You have to have a weapon. You have to be proficient with the firearm that you have because when the time comes, the last thing you want is for your aim to be off. So you practice, practice, practice. And it gets expensive after a while. And by a while, I mean uh, about five rounds in. This is why you need Mantis X. Now you can use live rounds, but I don't. Uh, I like to save my ammunition. Uh, This will improve your shooting quickly. So whether you're at the range and you're firing actual rounds or you're dry firing, what Mantis X does is gives you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to improve it immediately. 94% of the uh, uh, shooters improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. I couldn't believe how fast I got uh, better. 
And uh, I hadn't gone to a range in, I don't even know, a year and a half, maybe even two years. I went back up to the ranch and I shot and I, I couldn't believe, it's a perishable skill. Couldn't believe how good I was. I was actually better than the last time I drive, uh, last time I was live firing up at the ranch. Start improving today. Get yours now at mantisx.com. That's mantisx.com. All right, you know the story. I'm sorry I have to drag you through this again, but I just have to set this up with the truth of what happened. Okay. A throng of extremists gather together in the mall in Washington. Uh, A politician comes out and just starts just spouting lies and untruths and blah, 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 blah. You know, then everybody gets together and uh, there's, you know, a an insurrection. They go into the Capitol. They try to block official proceedings. And then, uh, well, in this case, nothing will happen because it's not Donald Trump. I want you to listen to Rashid, uh, Rashida Tlaib and what she said yesterday in Washington, D.C., just before there was any kind of insurrection at the Capitol. Listen. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital where children... You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. And they're shaking and somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in oh, Arabic. Oh my gosh, there she is. They, do, they can cry, I yeah. can cry, we all can cry. If we're not honest? crying, something is wrong. Yeah. And so I'm telling you right now. Right. So there she is. Biden, not all America's with you on this one. Wow, wow, And wow. you need to wake up and Uh-oh. understand that. Uh-oh, is she mm. threatening the pre- Then she's threatening the president. This angry extremist crowd then goes to the Capitol, uh, and they fill the House building. Do we have any of the video or the... There it is. Look at this. They have taken over the House, and they are trying to disrupt proceedings. Oh, my goodness. It is an insurrection. Now, you would say, well, the the thing with Donald Trump was he was lying to the people about, you know, he he lost the election. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Well, you know, the one thing you don't have is uh, actual proof that he was lying or lying knowingly. You had a lot of people tell him. But he, he, you know, you can't, I can't play the video for you. But in this particular case, I can play the video for you. In fact, uh, it sucks to be Hamas. There's an audio translation of eavesdropping on the, on Hamas the night the hospital was bombed. And here's what they picked up. Listen. I'm telling you this is the first time we see a missile like this falling. And so that's why we're saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. What? They're saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. 
Is it from us? Looks like it. Who says this? They're saying that the shrapnel from the missile is local shrapnel and not Israeli shrapnel. What are you saying? God bless. It could have found another place to explode. Never mind. Yes, they shot it from a cemetery behind the hospital. What? They shot it from the cemetery behind the hospital. It misfired and fell on them. There's a cemetery behind it? Yes. It's exactly. It's in the compound. Where is it when you enter the compound? You first enter the compound. Don't go towards the city. It's on the right side. Oh, yeah, I know it. <laughs> okay. That's Hamas confirming themselves to another Hamas member. Yeah, uh, looks like us. Looks like us. Because they're firing behind the uh, hospital. Oh. <sighs> wow. Okay. That's pretty bad. Well, they, look, they should have made this this information that you're talking about available to the media. Then they could have corrected their reports. Yeah, they but did. They did. They, they did. And they also uh, they also showed the video of it being launched and then landing on the hospital. So only from multiple different angles, though. They should. have. Yeah. You know, why yeah. didn't they you ever see like one of those cool movies like an action movie mm-hmm. and they put like a camera right on the missile and so yeah. it's flying and it's going right yeah. at the person. And then you're like, ah, yeah. like, why don't <laughs> yeah. they show us that camera? Right. View? They won't even right. show they us, won't show that, us that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Rashida Tlaib, is anything going to happen? Is anything going to happen to her? She going to be uh, impeached for inciting an insurrection? Anything? I just want you to know. Does she at least get a nomination for best actress out of it? I mean, that, that, that's, that's a the, really that's good. At least we it could was do. Really good. It was really, it was really the, good. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Is that an audio of I mean, her? It's just incri- I, look, yeah, it's crazy. I, I was inspired by wow, her performance. That's there. really good. Uh, so let me just take you through some things that are happening on college campuses because of this. Here are uh, University of Pennsylvania students chanting in favor of Hamas. I just want you to hear what they're saying. There it is. There it is. Israel, Israel, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. And the last part of it, there's only one solution. What is that solution? Would it maybe the final one? Maybe the final would it be solution? The final solution? I don't know. That's mm. a stretch to think they might have been reaching for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're chanting about a final solution at the University of Pennsylvania. If you have a kid there, bring them home. Bring them home. Stop paying them. You have a kid in a university, stop it. Stop. What are you doing? Sincerely, what are you doing? How do you, I mean, what's the line there? Because obviously. If, if, you're, if that college is doing anything like this, what are you doing? Yeah. If they're allowing that to go on. I mean, I, look, we all talked about in history how the First Amendment protects, let's say, the KKK from having a rally. Right? Yes. But I don't think it protects them from calling for genocide of, of African-Americans. Does it? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. 
<laughs> it's it, calling for outward violence problem, on a megaphone seems a little bit more direct than what they've attempted to charge Donald Trump with on January 6th, yeah. where he says, hey, uh, peacefully go to the Capitol. And they're like, yeah. that means he wanted to overthrow the government. So there's a great article today. I'd love to get this woman on, but I don't know if she would come on. Uh, I want you to listen to this op-ed is from uh, uh, the New York Post. The blatant anti-Semitism on college campuses has shocked millions of Americans over the past week and a half, but not me. I saw anti-Semitism on a weekly basis in my two years as a faculty, diversity, equity, and inclusion director. In fact, I can safely say that toxic DEI ideology deliberately stokes hatred towards Israel and the Jewish people. I was hired to head the DEI department at Silicon Valley's De Anza College in 2021. As a black woman, I was the perfect person for the job on paper. Yet I made the mistake of actually trying to create an authentically inclusive learning environment for everybody, including the Jewish students. Turns out a toxic form of DEI, which is more accurately called critical social justice, demanded I do the opposite. Before I got to campus, Jewish students had endured a litany of hateful and hostile acts. The school had hosted a Hanukkah party that featured no Hanukkah imagery, but plenty of pro-Palestinian protesters. The student body had passed resolutions on divesting from Israel, the first college of its kind to do so, and criticizing Israel's attacks against humanity, quote unquote. Multiple Jewish students told me that the campus was essentially an anti-Semitic environment. I tried to write this wrong. First, I hosted a Jewish, a Jewish speakers on campus with the goal of promoting diversity and inclusion by sharing different perspective. Critics called me, quote, a dirty Zionist, and the school refused to promote the events. Then I pushed the administration to issue strong condemnation of anti-Semitism. My request was refused. Some campus leaders and colleagues repeatedly told me I shouldn't raise issues about Jewish inclusion or anti-Semitism. I was told in no uncertain terms that Jews are white oppressors, and our job as faculty and staff members was to decenter whiteness. I was astounded. But I shouldn't have been. At its worst, DEI is built on the unshakable belief that the world is divided into two groups of people, the oppressors and the oppressed. Jews are categorically placed in the oppressor category, while Israel is branded a genocidal settler, a colonialist state. In this worldview, criticizing Israel and the Jewish people is not only acceptable, but praiseworthy, just as it's okay to attack America and white people. If you don't go after them, or worse, if you defend them, you're actively abetting racist oppression. I've never encountered a more hostile environment towards the members of any racial, ethnic, or religious group. I was ultimately fired by De Anza College, and I suspect my defense of Jewish students played a part. Yet I've subsequently found that my experience is not unique. Countless faculty and students on campuses nationwide have told me DEI ideology encourages anti-Semitism. One study found 96% of Israel-focused tweets by campus DEI staff criticized the Jewish state. 96%. And that was before Hamas launched its brutal assault on Israel this month. Now the colleges and universities beholden to DEI are hurting Jewish students and their silence. 
their moral equivocation about terrorism against Israel or their outright praise of the terrorists. Many of the student groups most invested in DEI are actively siding with Hamas. Look no further than White Coats for Black Lives, a national group of medical students with chapters in more than 100 public and private universities. On Tuesdays, just after Hamas murdered Jewish families in their beds, the DEI-driven group proudly declared it has long supported Palestine's struggle for liberation. How could a Jewish patient ever trust a medical trainee or a professional who subscribes to such blatant anti-Semitic hatred? It's tantamount to threatening their lives, and it raises questions about whether such hate-filled people should even be allowed to practice medicine. Why? They did it in Germany. It was fine. This outpouring of anti-Semitic hatred is a direct result of DEI's insistence that Jews are oppressors. What started with rhetorical attacks has morphed into defending and calling for violent attacks. It's inevitable for an ideology that demeans an entire group of people while accusing them of perpetrating massive injustice. When you stoke that kind of division and anger, you unleash fires you cannot control. Sure enough, the fire of anti-Semitism is now burning bright on college campuses. It needs to be extinguished immediately so it doesn't spread and do more damage. I know just the place to start. Administrators and lawmakers need to get toxic DEI out of higher education. If they don't, there will be no true diversity and inclusion on campus, but there will be even more shocking hatred towards the Jews. Back in just a minute. I want you to think about your heartbeat, the beat, 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 beat that you feel in your chest and you put your hand over your, your breast. That proves life how you know you're alive expecting mothers who don't already know often find out when they see an ultrasound of their unborn child and hear that heartbeat for the first time and that's where preborn their life-saving mission comes in when you donate 28 dollars to preborn you'll offer a free ultrasound to an expectant mom caught in the crisis once she hears that heartbeat and sees the precious life of her baby the chance of life doubles plus Preborn continues to help provide critical support for up to two years for mom and baby. So your tax-deductible gift will go directly to this cause. So sponsor one of these precious children's lives today, 28 bucks. And if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. Last night, we did an incredible show, and um, thank you for watching it. It was all translated into Hebrew, the, um, uh, the uh, translation at the bottom of the screen, because I think it's important for people in Israel that don't have a command of the English language to know that they are not alone. Uh, and I, quite honestly, I don't understand these. I don't understand how Harvard can claim to have the smartest people. How are they? Possibly. 
Why would you ever send your kid to Harvard right now if they can't figure out who, with all of the evidence now, who bombed the hospital and who did not? If they can't figure out, you know, they're, uh, well, I'm very strong in the LGBTQ 2 plus ISPLC XYZ movement. And that's why I support the Palestinians and Hamas. Do you really? Because if you go over to Palestine, you go over and you're you're wearing your little rainbow thing. It's like, I'm a dude that can have a baby. They'll kill you. Okay, they'll kill you if you're not smart enough to figure out Hamas, the Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah, Iran. If you're not smart enough to figure out that they want you dead. How did you get into Harvard? Sincerely, how did you get into Harvard? (laughs) Mommy got me in. Really? I think so. And the media, of course, makes this worse, because if you previously believe going into an incident like this, that the Israelis are the bad guys, and then you look at the media, they all claimed initially that they were the bad guys. Now they're at that point. I can't tell you how many times over the past few days I've heard the term tit for tat. Mm. Oh, this is well, there's a tit for tat back and for both sides are saying things and they who's responsible? Well, it's a, you know, it's just he said, she said, no, it's not. There's video from a hundred different angles of what happened of this. It's not tit for tat. It's not what. And then they, the other thing they throw so in, dangerous, they throw so dangerous. They say, well, it, in a way, it doesn't really even matter who's responsible because yes, it does. Yes, it does. You're the you're the you're supposed to be journalists. What do you mean? It doesn't matter. Why did it matter the first night? Yeah. Why did it matter? Why did it matter? They they tried to burn our embassy down in Lebanon. If you think this isn't going to spread in a global war. You're Looney Tunes or a student at Harvard. Okay? It, it's going to spread into w- World War III. It's going to get worse and worse. And we will have people who are running our country who actually believe there's only one solution. We've got to turn off this path right now. Right now. Divest yourself from anything that has DEI, BLM, Hamas, Palestinian. Get away from it right now. The Glenn Beck Program. The only bombs we like to drop are truth bombs. Oh. So you used to... Dream about owning your own home. You picture the white picket fence, the tire swinging and swaying under the oak tree. And, oh, it's going to be so much fun. And then you get a house and you're like, oh, crap. And, uh, you know, the children are playing in the backyard, but you can't wait to get rid of that house. And uh, the kids are like, no, it's a house I grew up in. I don't know. Is this sounding too personal? I don't know. Anyway, when you're trying to sell a house, that's when things get real. That's why I started Real Estate Agents I Trust. We work with the best real estate agents all over the country. We probably have one in your area. And if we don't, we just don't recommend somebody. The people who decided to make this their full-time occupation, who throw themselves all the way in, the agents who we have vetted fully, I mean, it's excruciating for them. 
They have a great track record of getting the job done using the best practices of the industry. Those are the people that we'll recommend to you. If we don't have one in your area, we won't recommend anybody. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Watching the media's coverage of all this, has there ever been a better argument for Blaze TV? It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. These are the exact times I have been warning America about for almost, uh, what, 15 years, 20 years now. Uh, It is why I spent so much time uh, on Israel and the Jewish state and uh, and Martin Luther King uh, for so many years, because this is part of what always happens in a uh, in a world that goes mad with socialism and Marxism. Um, It always, always comes with massive anti-Semitism. And we're seeing it now in our universities. We're seeing it uh, everywhere. And it's apparently not that disturbing for a lot of people. Uh, I think everyone should be talking about this at lunch and dinner, at the water cooler. You know, wherever you're hanging out and talking about things, there is nothing, I think, more important than this. Because once anti-Semitism is this, uh, it's this gateway to hell. It is a gateway to hell. And I just ask if you are not Jewish, I'm not Jewish. Uh, I just want you to imagine what it must feel like having your children at a university today or you at a university or just being Jewish. We've seen this movie before. It's not like, oh, well, they don't really mean it. Oh, yeah, no, no, they do. And when they're chanting this at the University of Pennsylvania, there's only one solution. That's that's not even veiled. They're talking about the final solution. Which was so horrific, they never said the extermination of all the Jews. They gave it a code name, the final solution. They didn't even want people to know about it, but apparently everybody on the left here in America and around the world are all for just letting it rip. That should terrify non-Jews, let alone anyone of Jewish descent. Julia Wax is um, a law student at Georgetown University. God love her. She's also a Georgetown Law Zionist Coast uh, president. And Brooke Goldstein joins us. She is the Lawfare Project founder and executive director and author of End Jewish Hatred. Julia, Brooke, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for having us. You bet. Julia, let me start with you. What, what are you experiencing and others experiencing on campus? Um, I'd like to say that this is not just happening at Georgetown. It's happening on campuses. Everywhere. Across, yeah, across the United States. And the world. And, yeah, the world. And what we're experiencing is our student groups and students individually who are posting on social media things that basically are anti-Semitic rhetoric, things that are denying the events that happened this past week in Israel, denying the beheading of 40 babies, 
saying that the Nova incident and the music festival didn't occur, trying to say that AI is how all of this is being generated, posting, you know, from the river to the sea, Palestine should be free. Um, They are promoting events and rallies, one of which I went to, to try and understand. I went undercover and they started chanting, we don't want no Jew state. Um, And they started chanting, um, Zionism will fall and um, globalize the Intifada. And I don't even, I don't even think these people understand that the language that they're shouting is anti-Semitic. It's so deeply embedded at this point um, that it's time for us to take a stand and speak out. I, uh, my staff prayed for uh, you, Julia, and people like you today that are, that are on campuses all over the world, um, that you have strength and, oh, I, I don't even know what else it would take, but that the Lord would be with you. Um, Brooke, what is your involvement in this? I know you've written a book on ending Jew hatred, um, but the Lawfare Project, what is that? First of all, Glenn, I want to thank you so much for your moral clarity, because this is a time when we need leadership and we need people like you speaking the truth. It is absolutely very scary. And what we're doing at the Lawfare Project is we provide pro bono legal support to Jewish students on campus who are facing a hostile environment that targets them because they are Jewish. And I want to make absolutely clear, and you said it in your intro, this is not about a Palestinian state. This has nothing to do with politics. This has everything to do with Islamist Nazi-like Jew hatred. And the people that Julia was talking about before, they are akin to Holocaust deniers. They are the new Hamas Holocaust deniers. And it's always those who deny the truth and denying the truth of this recent genocide, because that's what it was, a genocide, that want to commit the same acts of atrocities again. And that's exactly what Julia is saying they are chanting on campus. And Jewish students around the country are feeling unsafe. So it is incumbent on the administration, the Biden administration, who has been giving wonderful speeches standing with Israel, to stand with the Jewish population within the United States. That is absolutely paramount. And to do everything they can to root out these terror-supporting, terror-affiliated groups like SJP, Students for Justice in Palestine, and groups like Wall Palestine, they must get off our campuses. Because you said it yourself, Glenn, this is a national security threat for the United States. So, guys, I, I mean, this is so deep. and Because uh, I know, because I've been watching it. I've been watching it and looking for it uh, since 2005. 2003 and watching it grow and it's it is in everything now it is black lives matter when people stood up i I kept saying you can't stand with these people you might think that there's a problem uh with the police you might think there's a problem well good let's talk about that and solve it but these people are trying to destroy israel they're trying to destroy the traditional family i mean 
how are you going to stop this in our universities? It came from the universities. Well, I think it's really important for your audience to understand the influence of foreign funding. People in the counterterrorism community have been warning about the billions and billions of dollars coming from states like Qatar, which is the second largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world, that are funding our institutions. Go ahead. Pardon, Julia? Um, I believe Georgetown has a campus in Qatar as well. Who does? Tell us about that, Julia. Um, I don't know uh, too much, but Georgetown does have a campus in Qatar. how, How is it that our administrators are taking hundreds of millions of dollars per campus? They're not registering as foreign agents. They're not disclosing the memos of understanding. What are the terms of these agreements? I guarantee you this money we know is going to diversity, equity, inclusion. It's going to critical race theory. It's going to fund students groups. And it's going to radicalize Americans to turn not just against Israel, but against America. Julia, what does it, I don't know if you can even answer this. What does it feel like to be a Jew today? Uh, <laughs> um, it requires a lot of perseverance. Um, I'm definitely one of the loudest voices on my campus when it comes to this subject. And I'm trying to stay strong for a group of people because I do have students that are unable to focus and are forced to sit in a classroom with students who promote these rallies. <sighs> I have students texting me that they are scared to come to class. Students who are removing their Star of David necklaces. Mm. Students who have removed their Israeli flags from their lockers. Um, It's a hostile environment. You walk down the street and you don't know who's for you and who's against you. And I think it's important to note that this used to be a very fringe group of people on the university campuses. This used to be a very fringe, far-left group. And now it's the majority. And now, quite honestly... On campuses across the United States, it feels like the majority is against us. And yesterday, we hosted a survivor from the Nova Music Festival on our campus. In 24 hours, I was able to get her to come and speak. And before, I think I questioned how could the Holocaust even have occurred? How could something so horrific to my people even have occurred? And after last night and listening to this woman speak, this woman who is similar in age to me, who looks like me, who's from a similar background to me, and hearing her give her story about running away from the terrorists, having friends who died as she sprinted forward, now I know. And that's, it's a staunch and haunting realization as a Jewish person to have to be sitting in that room with 40 other Jewish students listening to this woman who looks like us, who is one of us, speak about being persecuted. And anybody who denies that Hamas is not a terrorist organization is part of the problem and is someone who is spewing anti-Semitic rhetoric and making this a much more globalized issue. And Julia, weren't you saying also that the survivor was then further taunted Um, when she's come and and tell her story on campus. She she did speak on the fact that even in America, she does not feel safe as a Jewish woman. That she had friends who um, 
asked to have their locks changed that, you know, she still does not feel safe even being here in America due to what she's seeing occur specifically on campuses. You know, campuses are the think tanks of America. This is where all of our legal ideas, this is where our new educational ideas stem from. And it astounds me that we're looking at the most prestigious universities in the world, Harvard, Georgetown, Columbia, Stanford, Yale, all of these massive organizations, and they have people at their organizations. And it's not just one, two, or three. It's hundreds of students that are shouting this rhetoric and making it unsafe for us. Will you um, uh, please keep my phone number with you if there is anything I can ever do or my organizations can do for you? Um, please reach out. I want you to know, a long time ago, I, uh, before I brought my family to Israel, I brought them to Auschwitz. And I, I told them that you can't understand Israel unless you understand Auschwitz. And I asked each of them to read a book of one of the righteous among the nations. <clears throat> because I wanted my family to decide who we would be long before uh, any of this stuff would uh, happen again. I want you to know I am not alone and you are not alone. There are millions of us that stand with you. We know the past. We know what the future can be if we remain silent again. And uh, you will always, always have a place at my table. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank God. you. I really appreciate it. God bless you, Julia. Glenn, I want to say one thing. It's just so important before we end. You, you said there are millions out there. We need you to be vocal now. What can you do to help the Jewish community? You can call up the administration at Georgetown right now today. Flood them. Flood their email inbox. Make sure that you're calling them every single minute demanding they create a campus that is safe for the Jewish students, demanding they kick off the student groups off campus that are taunting Jewish students and making it unsafe to exist there. That's how we could use your help. We will do it. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. I really it is not only uh, Georgetown, but it's a good place to start. Um, back in just a second. So... What if I could, you know, wave a magic wand and change the cost of your phone bill every month? Maybe take it down a lot from where it currently is. And while you're daydreaming, why not make sure that you're working with a company that is like-minded, that isn't stabbing you, the Constitution, or Jews in the back? You can do that. You don't need a magic wand. It's Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative moral... moral America's only Christian conservative mobile company, and they offer dependable nationwide coverage so you can access any of the three major networks that everybody's on, but you don't have to worry that part of your bill is going to go fund leftist causes. Please, we need to do absolutely everything. Just do the next right thing. Don't go get overwhelmed. Just do the next right thing. Before you make a phone call and give these big mobile companies another dime, Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. 
It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or 972 Patriot. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, as I, uh, I'm going to say something that will sound very self-serving, and I don't mean it this way. Um, but if you've been listening to this program for a long time, you know that all of these things uh, I have tried to prepare you for. All of the things that I have tried to convince people for years, um, you know, that telling you we're going to make the Nazis look like rookies if we don't get off this road. Please, anyone that you know that has a chance of opening their eyes, please direct them to our podcast and to our shows. We need to be together. We need to stand together as one in peace, in peace and love. It will be Bonhoeffer was right. Gandhi was right. Abraham Lincoln was right. Now, remember, Abraham Lincoln had to fight a war, but he didn't start it, but he finished it. But he did it without malice, without hatred. We have to prepare. Things are coming that are much more difficult than right now. Please help your friends understand. The Glenn Beck Program.